The following episode was recorded live on YouTube. Check out our website at messagecenter.show for all of our episodes. And welcome to this week's episode of the 365 Message Center Show. This is episode 217. We're so happy to have you here and have the birds here. Oh, you can hear my birds? Definitely. So <laughs> Daryl has a flock of birds that's right next to his head. Mm. Um, yep. And uh, we're so happy that you're here. And those that are in the chat room, thank you for joining us. Uh, feel free to speak up. We'd love to hear your comments and thoughts on the updates this week. We are preparing for Microsoft Ignite kicking off tomorrow for uh this week uh so 48 hours of crazy amount of content uh coming our way and um with that we'll have a lot of announcements uh, we will and and we we actually have a lot uh, this week but before we get into it let's make sure you're following us on socials go over to our linkedin page and hit the follow there so we can uh, do some cool stuff later and make sure that you follow us on Twitter and Insta and Facebook, all those socials at 365 MCS would love to uh, see you there. Make sure you hit the thumb down about yay right there uh, in on YouTube. Uh, click the bell uh, with your big toe. Just stick your foot up there. That's after go. you've, that's after you've subscribed. No, no, no. Do the bell first and then subscribe. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Either way, whatever it is, do it. Um, and uh, make sure you give us a, a follow. So thank you everyone for joining. Let's jump into this, right, Daryl? We've, we've got yeah. some, uh, we got a bit of work to do here today. So let's dive into it. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, we have the right scene. We have the technology. No, we don't quite have the technology. Um, <laughs> our, our first update for the day. Um, oh, the other thing we're trying to do this time around and, and trying it out is just grouping our updates into the different products so it's easier for you to find it when we chapterize the video later. Scoot on through to the Outlook updates, the Teams updates, the SharePoint updates, and so forth. First segment of the day is our Outlook updates. Uh, so this is all about um, Outlook for iOS and the power of editor in our iOS. This is MC294741 and we've become maybe accustomed to using editor within Microsoft Word uh, where it's making suggestions for grammar, um, it is correcting, well suggesting corrections for spelling but the other thing Daniel is that it helps to maybe make your language sound a bit more professional and making suggestions about changing up some of the wording. We're going to start having that experience within Outlook for iOS and so the way that it's going to appear, I think we've got a screenshot. No, we don't. That's all right. The way that will it will appear as we're typing, it will look like faded text as we're typing away. And we can tap if we want to accept the suggestion uh, or tap if we want to make a choice between a couple of suggestions. So this is helpful because when you are on the move, we tend to get a bit lazy with how we're typing and what we're saying and how we're saying it because our thumbs are <laughs> finding accuracy problems all over the screen. So this is going to be a good feature. It is rolling out early November, so that would be soonish, because it's 1st of November, 2nd of November around the, around the world here, and complete mid-December. Daniel, uh, let's keep it in, uh, in Outlook. Yes, 
Um, I do want to mention, though, that I can now understand why the voice to text has issues with those from. Uh, okay, I'm just going to say Daryl. I don't know about the rest of the New Zealanders, but what? Um, because when you said grammar, grandma, um, I thought you said grandma, like you know your mother or father's mother. Anyway, so moving right along, <laughs> text predictions and outlook for iOS and Android MC two nine three seven seven one. Now this might look familiar for a lot of our uh, listeners that are in the U.S and Canada because you already have this, but this is for the rest of the world. This is text predictions, um, extending this text predictions uh, for worldwide for Outlook in iOS and Android. And this will be late, uh, rolling out late November through the beginning of the new year, 2022. Uh, so basically what this is, you'll be typing along on your mobile device in iOS and Android. There'll be suggestions happening. I just saw this yesterday. It was pretty peachy. And you swipe to accept what is being pr uh, proposed to you by the app. You could turn this on or off uh, depending on your preference in your app. And it does not have any sort of implication to the other places that it does it in uh, for you, namely like Outlook on the web, um, Outlook for uh, Windows, the normal Outlook app uh, for Windows. So it, it doesn't, you, you um, control it in each one of those places individually. Um, so Daryl, I think this might help uh, for you, know, you mm -hmm. so that you won't say it won't have grandma, it'll have grammar. Uh, when you're typing stuff out, maybe. Maybe. That's all I was going to say. But um, just note that those are two similar updates we've just gone through. Yes. The editor is tap to take the suggestion and yes. swipe if um, it's suggesting text predictions. So maybe it's going to be an interesting experience trying to choose. Well, it'll tell you swipe or tap, but what is what is it? Is it a prediction or, or a editor thing? -o? Yeah. All right, well, we've got to keep moving because we do have a ton of updates to get through. Uh, this one is, yeah, yes, new experiences in Microsoft Teams 365 App Access. Now, I have dropped this into Outlook. Maybe it should have been in a different category. Um, but it is demonstrated in Outlook as, as we get into it. So this is where we are getting into that season where new features and things are being um, talked about, released, suggested. It's all about preview and trying things out. And the, the key idea with this is, remember, we could go into Office, we could go into Outlook on the web, and we could swipe a little button here to say, turn on these features that are coming soon. Give me these new experiences so I can try them out. No, look, I do like this because it means that people can opt in if they want to and they can get an early experience of, okay, are these changes going to impact the way that I personally work and maybe the way that I work with my team members and across the org. It's a good way to get um, control of that experience for yourself. And we see on screen, and for those in the uh, listening to the podcast, it's that swipe switch up at the top right-hand corner. Uh, and the coming soon button that'll be there for you to turn that on. So that's going to be available for Outlook on the web. Now, I think this is interesting, Daryl. You yep. know, they took it away and now they're yeah. giving it back. So yeah. I think that's very interesting. Well, I think it's in, in the seasons of updates, right? So yeah. uh, 
things were delivered and then what was the point of having the switch there if if it sort of sat there but um, maybe like the preview public preview program we have in Microsoft Teams that this might be a pattern they could um, let remain and have some of these features come a bit early anyway so that is uh, oh, I was going to say too that if you are an admin that wants to turn this sort of stuff off and have complete control of what people see and uh, and complete control of that change management then you can turn it off um, so turn that off for coming soon for your organization there's a nice link down there to learn more and what you need to do to prepare if Don't that's your choice so rolling out mid-november complete in late november uh, and we're into our next section daniel um this is stream. yeah all right Hit the stream button. So this is generate captions on demand for stream built on SharePoint. So remember stream 2.0, quote unquote, is that uh, technology, underlying technology that is being utilized in SharePoint and OneDrive. So this is rolling out uh, the uh, early December. So not, we got about a month to go and it'll be completed by early January in targeted release. And then starting in January for the rest of those tenants. And this is what it sounds like. You're going to be able to go to a video that's hosted in SharePoint on OneDrive. You're going to be able to go to the settings and get a generate a captions uh, for that video. And so hmm. it'll process the video, give you captions. And once that transcript is there, you're going to be able to uh, see that transcript. It's going to overlay those captions on the video for those, anyone who comes along and watches the video later and has that turned on. Let's close captions. Um, you will be able to delete the cap, the uh, transcript as well. If for some reason, maybe you keep saying grammar, but it thinks you keep saying grandma, um, then maybe you want to, you know, delete that because it won't make sense. So, well, you um, raise a good point there, Daniel. Yeah, but continue. Yes. <laughs> but um, so anyway, so that's when it's coming, and there's not going to be any kind of, you know, turn this on or off kind of bit. So this is uh, will be video by video. Um, mm. to, uh, so that's it. Yep. Well, I mean, I'll just add there that's going to be useful for videos that haven't come via a Teams recording. And just dropping it in there Absolutely. And, and creating those transcriptions on demand. Um, though I don't yet see any mention of how can we correct that. So if I want yeah, to go I, in and edit, yeah, that I don't think there is a way to correct it, mm. uh, especially in, in this in this iteration because we can't upload a transcript right now. Right, uh, it's right. not allowing this. So if we could, then maybe we could download it, make edits, and upload. Mm. But um, and, and that's not a simple process, people. No, um, you know so. <laughs> Uh, you know, this is going to be the first iteration of it. So yeah, um, yeah. let's move away from stream and get yep. to share. Oh, wait, it's over here. I'm just like, here's the logo, SharePoint. <laughs> it is. That's right. So um, this is something, there we go, which I have a prop for this. I have a prop, um, you know, things that you, you grab and help people understand the the update. But um, this is SharePoint Spaces Embed Web Part. Uh, MC294527. Uh, if you're an organization who is using SharePoint Spaces or you're thinking of trying it out, um, this is remember the experience when you can create a uh, 360 immersive experience of 
some SharePoint content, some SharePoint space content, um, but this is adding the ability to embed uh, HTML pages. So that allows us to bring in a whole lot of other stuff. Microsoft Forms, uh, I think probably the, one of the most powerful two things there are your PowerPoint embed viewer, so you could then view a PowerPoint and I think what it means is that we can scroll away through the slides uh, and it'll present it as PowerPoint online. SharePoint pages, so bringing whole pages into that experience. Uh, now, the thing I want to note here too is you can experience SharePoint spaces with or without a um, VR headset. Right? You can just see it flat, you can drag your mouse around and have a look at a immersive environment. And there's been some good examples of using that for bringing people into an onboarding experience and letting them see the working environment. Or I think John um, Moore has used it for training people in how to use uh, meeting rooms. And he's got call outs. Now, two ways to view it. You can either use your VR headset or use a flat screen. Now, one of the things that this uh, <laughs> this update talks about is that the embed web part is only visible when you're using the flat screen so i guess that'll be most people but let's say that i'm um you know viewing this great oh, okay so i can see this this web part there it is there's a thumbnail click oh what i've got to i've got to view the embedded content from my desktop okay here we go viewing 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 okay back into you see you see what i mean daniel a little clunky. I, I see. I see some things. Yes. Uh, you see some things. <laughs> I do see. Uh, it could be clunky. Uh, yeah. So, and this is first iteration. I hope that you yep. know that kind of experience will be fixed in the future. Yep. Yep. Oh, so so we've there we go. I should have scrolled down a bit there. Here's your embed web part. Um, that's about it. Yeah. But I mean, it is going to add a lot more functionality than just your 360 video tours and images. Anyway, rolling on that this is available mid-November, complete late November. Check it out. Uh, Daniel, yes. your turn. Um, um, I am doing, what is the next one? Lists. Ah, yes, sir. the new Microsoft 365 list entry point in the SharePoint app bar MC295021. Um, this is great. Uh, so, okay, let me get to when it's rolling out and then we'll talk about the greatness, quote unquote, of this. Uh, targeted release late November and is expected to be completed by early no December. So that'll be pretty quick. Uh, standard will be early January. So they're taking a break here uh, a few weeks after the target release. And so at the beginning of the new year for, for standard release, this is adding a button on the SharePoint app bar for uh, list, Microsoft list. So you'll be able to click there, you'll see your recent list, your favorites that you've, you have on there. So giving you an entry point into list. So I, great. I, I really don't have a huge problem with this because it's good. It's, I like having easy access to my content. There, the, the problem is, is number one, you can't turn it off. Okay, fine you know, they're throwing that on there and you, you won't be able to turn it off. Okay. The part though that I'm thinking is how many more are we going to get? So, mm. um, you know, this is our fifth one that's going to be there, but 
how many more are we going to get on there and when will it get too busy it's not busy now it's not even close but if they're going to be start they're, they're going to start throwing items on the sharepoint out at bar that you know we can't turn off we can't organize we can't do anything with other than just use just like uh, most of the but the um uh points already on the sharepoint app bar so mm. um but again i think it's good it's just that i've we started asking questions when the sharepoint app bar was released well this is great but yet another navigation item what are the limits and you know we'll see how this goes of what else are they going to put on there and force on us but uh like i said it's rolling out soon for targeted release and starting at the beginning of the year for standard. So that point think, Phil's raising, is that about when you've got a list but you want it hidden and this is going to expose a list you intend to be hidden? Yeah, I mean, this is uh, lists that you've recently used or favorited. Mm. So if if you've used those, then yes, they're going to show up. And does, so, uh, yeah, we wonder whether using a list is included in like via a power app. Yeah, I do not know. Uh, hmm. that answer it's a very good question uh let's throw that uh, phil let's throw that up on the on the twitter space and uh, see if we can get an answer for that hmm. uh, i if, i do not know the answer um but knowing that uh you know you got to remember that obscurity hidden <laughs> uh, <laughs> is not security so you know just because yeah. you've hidden it it doesn't mean it won't show up in things like this i hope it doesn't for you know those kind of applications that phil is talking about there yeah all right, next up, we're on to teams. All right, this is about moving stuff. Didn't we talk about this recently where it was about moving scenes or... But I actually like this moving. Yeah, this but, one? Yes, but we're, we're moving, things are changing. Yes, yeah. In the, yep. So we, we know that Microsoft Teams, you can add tabs, bring content into your team so that you don't have to leave it. Uh, well, the tab actions are moving. This is you know, update MC295024. Uh, if you uh, ever need to reload a tab, go to the website. I use that one a lot when I want to click on over to the full version of SharePoint or something. Uh, pop out a tab. These are currently up in the top right-hand corner, uh, we're, uh, sort of along that bar there where you can, can use them for tabs. Um, now they're going to be moved underneath the actual tab. Now this makes sense because it's putting everything together about the tab with the tab. So we see here on screen, I'll just read it out for our PowerPoint, uh, PowerPoint <laughs> podcast people, um, that you, you can, you'll be able to click on the tab and you can see where you would normally be able to edit it or change it and they'll be adding the go-to website, expand it, refresh, copy link to tab. That'll all be under the tab as a drop-down menu. It is good, isn't it, Daniel? Indeed it is. Now, the interesting thing too is um, we, we're starting to see more of these things where a change is made and there is a, a short bubble there that says this is what it is and what it's for and it's in product guidance, great. Uh, it's only going to appear once. It's a one-time educational coach mark bubble. So you may need to tell people a bit more about it with uh, some some communications in, in your uh, usual uh, tech hub place. Just drop a little news article there or something. 
because people will just go, ah, get that bubble out of my face, I'm trying to use this thing. Now, what did it say again? Uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, exactly. So this is going to be rolling out uh, mid-November. Expect the rollout to be completed early December. And for GCC, uh, it will start to occur in early January. Um, Wonderful. Next Teams update. New file sharing experience in Microsoft Teams. No, this is not a rerun. I mean, it kind of is, but you're, this <laughs> is a new version of this. New file sharing experience in Microsoft Teams, MC294746. Now, if this sounds familiar, the, the aforementioned rerun, it should for those that watch the show. Uh, we mentioned this first uh, on episode 154 way back in July of 2020 uh, is when this first came out. And this is really just bringing in the file sharing experience that we have in SharePoint and OneDrive and Windows with the OneDrive sync client, all, all of those sharing experiences in Teams when we're sharing files. We then mentioned it again in uh, episode 183 back mm -hmm. in February of this year because it was, oh, it's going, to, it's really coming out this time. It's really going, well, it didn't. <laughs> but now it is. I think they waited to put another um, update in here until it was done because it's available now. Go into Teams and you're going to have this new sharing experience. I'm not going to say too much more because it's basically the same sharing experience you have uh, all the other places. So mm. that's it. Yeah, I think the the one difference we see in, in the UI when we're making these choices is that because it's in Teams, it also says when you're sharing something in a chat that right. you're sharing this with the people in the chat. So it's, it's right. making it easier to make those sharing choices. Right. Nice. Uh, what are we on to now? We're on to some sort of bits and pieces updates, right? This is a... Sweet. Yeah, so what do we got? We've got... Um, general availability of there you so go. It's, a, it's a yeah it's a good view isn't it let's get rid of this graphic too because it's not about teams uh i didn't create one for this because we, how often are we going to be doing visio updates but this is a big one microsoft 365 including core functionality in visio mc295017 uh, this was talked about at, I think it was the collaboration conference. Uh, I remember like there was some big news around Dan talking about it in one of, one of mm -hmm. the um, sessions he was running. And it is uh, bringing that capability, so mo most of these good capabilities that we want to use, like creating and editing flow charts, um, creating diagrams in Visio online for free, as part of commercial Microsoft 365 subscriptions. Uh, and this is great. This means that uh, you're able to diagram and pull together some of these things. And maybe if one of your team member has a, a fuller version, then they can start filling the rest of it out. Or you're just using Visio to just get some initial thoughts together as a team. And you're wanting to do it in a more structured way than using something like Whiteboard. So you can create diagrams. Uh, you can uh, seamlessly collaborate with people. So this is actually, have you ever co-authored in Visio before? No. Hmm. We should try this when it comes available. Um, integrated it's there experience. Now. Oh, it is there now. Well, I won't. I won't make everyone watch and try as we try and fumble our way through. Uh, but <laughs> we might. We might do this another time, um, just to see what that looks like. 
Uh, and yeah, look, no action to is required for enabling this no cost feature. I've, I love the way they've strung that together. Uh, one thing to note too, though, um, if you are an organization that is thinking about or has enabled self-service purchasing of the full Vizio um, uh, paid plans, then uh, you know, just consider that too. So this might be your initial, oh, this is great. Um, we like using the free version, but uh, can I provision the full version um, so that I can use this for my team? Um, so that is rolling out early November. Expect to be complete late January 2022. And All right. Yes, let's get moving on to this last one. And I, we've got some things to talk about here mm. uh, before we get to our callback. Next, the last kind of update here that we're covering today is rich text and images in planner task notes, MC28295, sorry, 027. And on the surface, I went, yay, I was excited about this. I'm st I still am excited about it. Uh, this is rolling out uh, mid-December and will be completed, hopefully roll out early February of 2022. And this is just bringing rich text. We're going to be able to uh, put in um, rich text, of course, but also pictures, images, and comments hmm. when we're making comments in, on planner notes. So I think that's, that's great. I, I feel that a lot of people will, especially when you're doing things like comments of your documenting, you're saying, what is this button? I don't know what this is, or or here's what I did, and screenshotting, you know, stuff like that. Mm. But here's the kicker. You're waiting for the, the shoe to drop, weren't you, people? Well, <laughs> here it is. So this will be only for Planner for the Web and for Teams, okay? You will oh. get a, a your, your notes will all be in those apps, will all be rich text, okay? In the other experiences... So experiences in iOS, Android, SharePoint, Power Automate, all of those will be in still in the plain text. So there's actually two notes fields that are going to be uh, now available. And it talks about being available via the Graph API as well. Mm -hmm. Well, here's the kicker. If you make updates in the rich text, then it will automatically be synced down to the plain text, the older notes. Okay, great. So it takes away all the rich text and puts it in the plain, okay? And vice versa. There's the kicker. So if I go in, add an image, and do some things, and then I go and edit in plain, okay, it's going to overwrite my rich text. So all hmm. of those rich text I've done, pictures, everything, poof, gone. Oh, wow. See ya. <laughs> So this is something you're going to, if you're heavily using Planner, you definitely need to educate your users on this because you're going to lose data. You're going to lose formatting. Mm. And it's going to be those images. I think it's going to be the kicker. You know, bold and italics and mm. underline. It's not a big deal as I, you know, I added images in there and now it's gone. Yes, it's because someone went in there and edited, you know, you went in there and edited the notes and... Uh, but you did it not in Planner for the Web and for Teams. So they're going to roll this out at a later date, but not now. Mm. So there's there's where it kind of gets a little tricky. And again, this is something you're going to have to educate those that are using Planner um, to stick with the the tool that they're they're using all the time. Does it, does it, would you suggest just using the rich text editor regardless? 
and that that Wait. what appears in the plain text will just be okay this is what it will look like I, yes i would suggest that but it's not a choice for what version you're using it's a mm. choice of the tool that you're using to get to planner so it's not that I can on planner for the web go, no, 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 I want, I want plain text. Mm -hmm. you, you don't, you won't have plain text. It's going to be the rich text. Okay. Um, so it, you, you just choose the tool. And oh, so if you're you on mean. your phone and you're like, oh, I mm. need to update that thing. I, yeah. you know, I, I, and you update it on your phone, then you've just erased the rich text. Oh, wow. Um, so okay. anyway, that's, that's the gotcha people. Keep an eye out for that one. That. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we do have a callback which we can race on through in the next minute, and that's quite an exciting one because it's something I've been waiting for for a while. Uh, I know we all have. <laughs> we all have. Uh, is uh, Fluid Components in Microsoft Teams chat is now available in public preview. Public preview, yeah. So we're just going to have a quick look at that now. Let's change up our scenes. Bring up a chat. Go on over to... There we go, and get rid of the planner update. Okay, so we have a uh, conversation and chat going here with a dude named Matt Stafford, and uh, this is a live component. It's been added to a chat. Uh, that's your little button down there at the bottom to be able to add a live component. We've seen this in the in the demos before, but it's really cool to see this working now, Daniel. That um, as I have created one and I give that a subject, it's saved into my OneDrive if I'm in chat. And that becomes a fluid document. Uh, and so now within a chat with, say, Matt, we're maybe putting together a list of things, then Matt might sort of um, say, this is for you, um, and please action. And we can see, you know, the usual co-authoring type flags that go along. Um, but, you know, over when... I'm trying to add something within the Teams chat. Um, good thing to note is using a forward slash, and it does have that little hint there to say uh, type forward slash to insert something, and that's a good starting point. Think of these as a little like templates, very small templates that let you add a quick agenda. Let's try that. Okay, so now we've got a bit of text there that is a heading one, and there's a checklist there I can put in the topic of uh, Teams and then say that it is uh, going to be talked about by Matt. So let's uh, mention Matt, and maybe it's just for 10 minutes. And then we can uh, work our way through that. Um, other things to note, we can see that Matt has the file open, so I can see when people are co-authoring with me, just like Office. Um, and I can also check out and see who else has access. Uh, so just people in this chat. And um, then, you know, later on we can copy that link and we can share it across to other um, fluent or flu live component enabled experiences within Microsoft 365. So yeah, quick look there and get yourself on the public preview program if you can. Uh, it is definitely worth uh, taking a quick look and preparing yourself for this change. One final thing to call out here, I have created a few resources around that for preparing us for change. So if you want to just go along to Modern Workplace Change and find a little campaign that you might want to make your people aware about what this is and how to use it, uh, then you'll find that there. Uh, done for your resources to create yourself a page. Do but it, that people. is the yes. show. 
Yes. And we got through it, man, so much. We most certainly did. There was a lot of content there. Yeah. And I'm sure we'll have a lot of content next week as well. Um, Thank you, everyone, for joining us today. I hope you learned a lot. Please share the show. Whether you're listening to the podcast, go ahead and share whatever your favorite mm. podcast uh, app you're using. Share this episode. Share this episode in, in, uh, on your social media with your friends. Send an email uh, using YouTube as well. Um, let them know that here's we're a resource here for you and for them to understand the changes that are coming and how they may impact them. Yeah. Well, thanks again, everyone, for joining us. We'll see you again next time. Bye for now.